All right, so The Chosen Season 2, Episode 7. I'm going to give a reaction to this. Um, again, if you are not familiar with The Chosen, I highly recommend it that you go check it out. Um, if you look in the show notes, there is a link where you can uh, watch this for free, get the app, and I'm telling you, it's just an amazing production um, as far as um, a, a Bible series really uh, uh, putting the, the, the ministry of Jesus in in a series format which really has never been done before and i'm telling you it is just great so just check out that link it is free you don't have to pay for anything and um i have no affiliation whatsoever uh with it i'm just telling you I, i watch it and i enjoy it and as a little bonus i'm going to give my reaction so in this episode in particular i'm going to tell you it starts off spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but uh just you know stop now go watch the episode but um you know it's from the bible based on the bible and you know if you read your bible you're familiar with it you 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 should know some of these stories anyways but uh, so, you know, it's a somewhat of a spoiler alert, but anyways, so this episode starts off with David, um, he, uh, is eating the showbread, right? That passage in, um, first Samuel 21, where, where David is on the run from, and, you know, uh, his fearing his life and what have you. And basically he and his men are about to starve to death. And, uh, as a result, he ends up eating the showbread to um survive right so uh this the show bread is 12 loaves of bread that the the, the priests uh placed in the temple uh for for you know sabbath um and they, they they would eat it at the end of the week right that is a sacred thing that only the priests were supposed to eat this and you know it was uh of uh a, a sacred thing if you will it just no ordinary people are supposed to eat this so uh this passage uh david who is not a levite he is is not a priest um out of survival ends up uh being given this showbread to eat and that's where the 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 episode starts up the credit starts to roll and you know if you have been following you've seen the last episode you know mary of magdalene this is this is where the episode goes she goes missing after uh the events of the last episode and they they, they are looking for her but anyways uh in summary mary of magdala she she is basically in modern terms we'd say she backslides right um and she ends up uh just 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 going missing and a lot of uh what happens is a uh what's the word a, a creative decision by the director um and is th- th- this I'll, I'll point out the, the the points of it that are very biblical for example that intro with david eating the showbread that was straight from the bible um but this passage all what mary goes through um, we can relate to this as believers because throughout the Bible and throughout our own lives, we have uh, moments where we're discouraged. We go through different things and so forth, and we can uh, relate to this. But however, it, it was a creative decision um, how this whole story uh, kind of plays out. But going to it, uh, Mary goes missing. She goes into the city. And, um, she is, uh, you know, she's going to taverns and she's just, you know, um, doing all sorts of, uh, uh, things that really as a, a, a saved person, um, you wouldn't expect to see Mary of Magdala doing these things. However, um, 
based on the events of last episode, she was discouraged, she was scared, and she ran off, and this is the situation that she was in. But the main point of all that is uh, the conflict that that, that ends up uh, arising because of this is what ma- really makes things interesting and really develops the episode, starts to develop the characters and show you where things are going. Well, and first of all, I, I really have to commend now Mother Mary, not Mary of Magdala, but Jesus' mother Mary, uh, when they're walking around and they're discussing like what's going on, they're faring for Mary and all this. I really like she quotes Psalm uh, 20 verse 7, where some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we trust in Adonai, our God, right? That's what she says uh, to uh, one of the other ladies that was, you know, just really fearing, like, you know, um, what if this and what if that? And why would Jesus, you know, and she's like, you know, in panic mode, basically, because Mary uh, of Magdala runs off. But Mother Mary, Jesus' mother now. Uh, speak some wisdom into the situation, which I like how she just drops in so much wisdom because we know uh, Mary is a very uh, revered person in the Bible and her wisdom really comes out. She kind of wrangles the other guys and, 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 and gals in, in the show. And, you know, it's not 100% biblical, but we do know uh, that, um, you know, it lines up with her character and what we know about her in the Bible. When I say not biblical, I don't mean it's against the Bible. I just mean the actual dialogue and the words uh, did not come directly from the Bible. However, the character of her um, is biblical, if that makes sense, right? And one thing that I, I, I really uh, like, I found funny when Thomas is, you know, they are, uh, during all of this, uh, Tom, Thomas, his focus is just on the food running out, right? And he... <laughs> He's counting and 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 trying to ration out, and he it, basically he's in panic mode because uh, they're going to run out of food. And as silly as that may seem, all throughout the New Testament, that always happens. The disciples they they're with Jesus, they see all these miracles, they see all these things, and yet still, when food is running out, they're getting hungry, they start to panic, right? And you know, not necessarily in this episode, but if you look back in the Old Testament times with Moses and the children of Israel wandering around, yes, although their needs were being met they were provided for they were just taken out of slavery that was something that they always had doubt they always had fear that they were going to run out they were going to be hungry they were going to die in the desert and you know it's it's the same thing that these men and and women are going through that all their their physical needs aren't uh exactly being met according to their standards or their preference right so that is something that they're battling with and i love how the director just kind of shows that um throughout the thing but also not just that but their personalities as being human a lot of time in these projects again i know i mentioned this a lot like they don't seem human they seem like you know uh like you know they 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 touched jesus and they just became like different people and then yes peter has that moment when he you know he acts out before the crucifixion and all that but generally speaking you know we don't really see all the flaws and personalities with them. For example, in this, you know, um, Simon the Zealot, not Simon Peter, but Simon the Zealot, he is still doing his Zealot training and his exercises and all these different things. And they're looking at him like, wow, you know, like, why does he keep doing that? Because he's not a Zealot anymore, isn't he? But here's the thing. Like, when we are saved, like, Jesus has to polish all of us. He has to rub off all of our, our rough edges and what have you. And depending on what we come out of, you know, we are all different, right? And yes, ultimately, the goal is to be more Christ-like. 
Um, but those rough edges, depending on our backgrounds, is very different. So they're looking at him saying, wow, he has all these different things. And it brings out the fact that, you know, he had 600 plus uh, Jewish laws that they're keeping, you know, the, all these other guys. Right. Um, like the Jews were very dot your eyes and cross your T's, had all these rules. But on top of that, Simon the Zealot is still doing his exercises because they have their own rules on top of that. Now. Just so much is going on in this episode. There's so much conflict. We're looking at personalities. But really, what I want to jump to now is um, Shmuel. Shmuel is like one of the protagonists, if you will, that did I say protagonist? I meant to say antagonist. He's, quote unquote, one of the bad guys. Um, he is a uh, he's a Pharisee that is he's going um, really he's trying to rile up the support of persecuting Jesus and the disciples and everything. But what I love about this is they're not, he is not like a villain, like an evil villain, like a, a, a master plan with some maniacal plot, right? He is a very much like Paul in the book of Acts. He is a person that is just very zealous about his religion. And deep down, he really thinks he's doing right. So I really like how they do this because you can see the concern. He's interweaving in politics and all this stuff. And he, he seems to me uh, like he, he's trying to be a good guy. It's just that he just happens to be persecuting Jesus and his disciples in the process. And like Paul, um, you know, Saul of Tarsus later becomes the Apostle Paul. That is basically where he was. So, you know, I, I really have uh, some sympathy for the guy. And I like how they're doing his character. But uh, anyways, going back to 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 all that as the the episode uh, develops and all these different things, I want to point out um, when they find Mary, this is really like the important the the, the, the climax of the, the episode. And really what I think is uh, the, the main point, all, all this stuff is going on with the, with the, with the Pharisees and the food and all this. But the main point is when they find Mary and they bring Mary back. Right. She is in tears. Her heart is broken. She is just, you know, so ashamed of herself to go back to Jesus. And in the process, you know, John the Baptist was arrested and Jesus is dealing with all of that. So his emotions are there. But they go to the tent and um to really okay mary comes back mary magdala uh comes back and uh goes to jesus and she is just so ashamed she wants to like run away and just hide and she you know because she in one sense she says you know you have done so much to redeem me and um i i just went right back to where i was and i didn't even come back on my own you went to get me which runs parallel with the whole uh parable of the lost sheep right the shepherd leaving the 99 to go get the one um it's not mentioned in this episode but it is a nice picture of it right and in this now yes mary comes back she is brought back but what i love the the point of this whole thing that i absolutely love is when jesus says to him well it is not or says to her well it's not much of a redemption if it could be lost in one day think about that right if you can be saved have eternal uh, the eternal life from Jesus and one day's worth of mistakes or whatever it is, it is lost. That is not much of a redemption. And that's what Jesus says in the episode. And it, it, boy, uh, there's so much I could say and, and go into that, but you know, none of us are perfect until the day that we return, uh, with Jesus to be with him. Uh, there is sin, there is our flesh and, you know, we battle so many things. Um, each of us, it is different, right? Um, what one person struggles with is not the same. And it's easy to point the finger. I know just recently uh, just news broke out about, you know, a, a prominent 
a uh, believer, um, uh, being caught cursing and doing all sorts of things, right? It's easy for me to say, oh, yeah, he's definitely not a Christian because he is cussing out uh, someone and, and and so forth, and it's all over social media and what have you. But I will tell you this. I, I never had the struggle of uh, the tongue. I, I was never a cusser. So it's easy for me to say that, right? However, you know, a person who knows what it's like to be a cusser and and and, and come out of that um, could understand like their tendency once they get angry or they're dealing with the flesh to go into that. In this episode, Mary goes back to what she came out of because that's what she uh, was saved from. And if you think of all of us, it doesn't matter what we were saved from. When our our spirit is weak and our flesh is strong, we tend to lean back towards that. And it's easy to point the finger and say, "Oh, you know, it, it, that one is worse than 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 what uh, than what uh, I am doing, or so forth." But at the end of the day, sin is sin, and we all needed Jesus to get out of it. And when it comes down to it, like I just absolutely love that Jesus sent for Mary. She came back to him. And what does he do? He forgives her and accepts her with open arms. Like you can there, you can just preach sermons and sermons and sermons and sermons on that. And, you know, like it was to me, it was it was a very emotional scene because I think of all the times where I fall short. I do some things that I just know I shouldn't have done. And, you know, um, many times the only person that knows is me and God. But, you know, knowing that I can go back to him, be forgiven, accept it with open arms. Like it, it is just an amazing thing. And it's something that none of us should ever take for granted that regardless of, of what we do, Jesus is still willing to take us back. He is still willing to love us and he still cherishes every single one of us. That is just an amazing thought, and it was brought out so well in this episode. But uh, that is not where the episode ends. Of course, it ends on a uh, a miracle. Now, th- th- this whole passage, really, um, if, if you want to read it, I'll leave the link for it. It's, it's Matthew 12, where all of uh, these events, if you will, really take place, But um, or the, the main events, if you will. But the episode ends with a miracle, the, man, the, the healing of the withered hand. He goes into uh, the... Uh, what do you call it? The synagogue where they're being taught on the Sabbath, and he heals on the the the, the, the Sabbath day, which just turns the whole congregation upside down. The leaders and everything they start to uh, flip out because uh, <laughs> because what ends up happening is he heals them, and it just turns the service upside down. But also it ends, which is really at the beginning of Matthew twelve. They kind of flip the order of things where they're celebrating in the field and what have you. And Peter ends up uh, eating uh, a piece of wheat, puts it in his mouth, some grain, and and he starts to eat. And, the, and these same guys now, the, uh, the 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 Pharisees and religious rulers in this episode, uh, come out and now saying, you know. Uh, um, they raise an issue that they are harvesting and eating on on the Sabbath day, which is unlawful and so forth and whatnot. Um, again, they flip the order of the Bible. You know, uh, in, in the Bible, the, the that accusation happens before the healing of the, the withered hand. But whatever. It's the same passage. Right. And again, this creative license, if you will. But. Uh, that that neither takes away from it or changes the moral of the story is that Jesus was doing things on the Sabbath that was in uh direct opposition of the religious rulers because they were following those laws and it all ties back to the opening scene of when David ate that showbread right that showbread was reserved for the priests and by doing so 
it was breaking the 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 official rules if you will however because the sabbath was made for man and not man for the sabbath Jesus really flexes his authority and his power over the situation and, and, and shows to them. And it, it causes a lot of problems. It, it causes an issue. And of course, it will come back over and over again. Uh, direct conflicts of the Sabbath when he healed, uh, uh, the man by the pool, the same thing happened. And, you know, this is something that, uh, it, it is a conflict that, that keeps arising. It's a recurring theme, if you will. But um, ultimately, you know, this this is just a, a really cool episode. I really enjoyed it. But my favorite thing uh, was not even the healing, the miracle and everything. It was that scene with Mary. And um, I'll put this up here as one of my favorite episodes because of that scene. I, I, I don't know really which one's my favorite episode. Maybe season one when um, Nicodemus uh, goes to, to, to Jesus, you know, the whole John 3 passage. Um, and this one up there so you know anyways uh it's hard to rank what my favorite is but this is up there pretty high because of that that passage of him uh the exchange i could say with with the dialogue between mary magdala and jesus and uh one last note before i end i just want to say in in a lot of different uh translations this passage with uh uh matthew 12 when they're in the field and they're eating that grain um it will say you know other words like grain or whatever it is wheat um, but in the King James Version, it says corn. And that is one of the issues that, you know, um, non-believers, scoffers, if you will, raise and say, oh, the Bible's so false. Because, OK, the word corn is used in this passage um, because um, if you do your research, just, just Google corn and you see the history of corn, it does not always refer to maize, which is in the Americas. Right. So one of the objections that they have is, oh, the Bible is false because Matthew 12 says corn and corn, which, you know, we know usually refer to as maize, which was in the Americas. So it wouldn't be in Jerusalem during this time because it wasn't until the Europeans brought it over. Uh, so therefore, yeah, this Bible is wrong that Peter and the disciples are eating corn. But just Google it, do your research, and you will actually see that corn refers to a lot of grains. It's just most popularly used to refer to an ear of corn, like popcorn, yellow corn, sweet corn, and and those types of things that we use it today. So that's just a little bonus tip, the little bonus uh, thing. You can uh, search that for yourself, but you can click the links uh, in the description. If you have not began watching The Chosen, I highly recommend it. It is an awesome show. And yes, this is just a bonus episode. So I look forward to uh, seeing you in the next one, our regular scheduled episodes. And yeah, so it's awesome stuff.